What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later, we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. As always, I'm your host, Kevin from Cigar Prop. And I'm coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Acid Studios here in the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida, not in the sunny Gulf Coast. <coughs> Care, Biahante. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm, I'm a little under the weather, so you're going to have to come bear with me here. Care, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, you know, uh, is it, we're not at sunny uh, Greenville, South Carolina. It was rather chilly today. <laughs> What was it? What's your temperature over there? It, it was in the 30s today. It popped up to the low 40s, but it's supposed to get up to 70 for the Christmas uh, uh, for Christmas Day, if you celebrate that holiday. If not, then in December 25th, it'll be around yeah. 70 degrees. Yeah, be <laughs> festivus. And then, as always, joining us in, uh, in the background, producer Jessica, handling all the tickers and doing the whatnots and uh, things that Karen and I don't want to do. Um, so thank you, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, say hello to everybody. Hello. So, uh, um, care, what are you smoking tonight? I am smoking the uh, trilogy, the Maduro. Maduro, that's what Jessica smoked last the night. Exotic Maduro, the let exotic me be specific. Maduro. The exotic Maduro, that's it. I've Jessica? smoked the other yeah. two, uh, this morning with Brackwood. I had my coffee. And then at lunch, right after lunch, I made sure that I had specific times, cleared palate uh, to to uh, to prepare for tonight's show. And I got to tell you, it was a good day. What are you What are you smoking, Jessica? Uh, the Gatekeeper. You're smoking the. And gate then I'm going to smoke a Project uh, Forty Maduro. Project Forty Maduro, right on. And I I am not smoking anything. Uh, I am a little under the weather. Um, Jessica and I went away to uh, Universal Studios this weekend, spent a couple of days there uh, touching everything that was germ-ridden, and uh, I'm pretty sure I have a new form of weird COVID flu hybrid mix. Oh, my God. And, uh, Maximus gonna... Snodicus. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I am, I am going to be patient zero uh, with that, but uh, since I'm not smoking, just I remember... Um, Make sure you're always smoking, always using your Cigar Medics humidimeter, testing your cigars before you smoke them to make sure they're at the optimum smokeability. Remember with the Cigar Medics humidimeter, use that. Know when to smoke them, know when to hold them. Like I said, my brain is a little a little fried. So if you I see, think it's hard to, to get that whole it, saying down when you're not when you're not it smoking it. it you know, yeah, I, you're not plugging yeah, it into that, a cigar. It's it's it, you know, yeah, it's, that rhythm's off. That's it. Cigar Medics humidimeter. Buy one. <laughs> um, so oh so uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna mention it at the end of the show again Buy for uh, maybe now. some some of those that uh, um, that might not be uh, listening at the end. This is our last show of the season. We're um, uh, we're gonna be going on winter break. 
Um, this is actually the, the the latest we've ever gone in the in the season, but I really wanted to get uh, um, uh, Bradley on before the end of the year, talk about the, the new Trilogy Cigar. So we're super soaked. So we're going to take uh, probably a three or four week hiatus. Um, I've got tons of unboxings to do. We got the holidays coming around. So um, uh, we're, like I said, just going to take a little break. Jessica and I are, though, we will be going live again, hopefully, if, if I'm not feeling like soap, uh, this Thursday night. We'll be uh, um, uh, doing a show with uh, LeMac 912. Um, just cool. uh, just nothing in particular. We're just going to be uh, um, just shooting the shit, talking about <coughs> cigars, smoking some cigars. Uh, uh, Jessica and I love LeMac. Been friends for years, and uh, it's been a long time since uh, we've just really done anything together with him without a big channel or a big uh, a panel of people. So we'll be coming here uh, on live this Thursday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on the Cigar Prop YouTube channel. Um, before we bring in our guest tonight, we want to take a moment to thank all of our show partners, J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, Excelsior Tobacco, La Aurora Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid. You know, Kara, we, we have gone this entire last quarter of the year playing those two different uh, um, commercials. No. Not one person has noted that's noticed that the word special is spelled wrong. <laughs> Not one. I can't believe nobody like, hey, Kevin, they, 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 they got the I and the A backwards. So kind of weird. So people pay attention. They will have to start throwing in some Easter eggs, Care. And getting those misspelling uh, is an Easter egg. Yeah, or just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's how that's how we'll we'll, uh, we'll blame it. We want to thank everybody for for joining us tonight. Uh, Adam great. Walt, D Boy, Tony, Bryce, uh, Big D, Christopher, Big D, uh, Meditation, Kevin Corbless, um, Austin. I know there's so many more people joining us tonight. Um, Chris Walmer, what's up, buddy? That's it. Um, Let's get right to it, Care. Waiting patiently in the Experience Acid Green Room right. is Bradley Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigars. Bradley, welcome back to the show, man. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Good to see you guys again. Welcome. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Now, uh, we talked a few minutes before the show, and uh, my, my brain's a little frazzled. Bradley, did, did I, I didn't introduce you to Care. Do you know Care? Have you guys chatted before? Uh, I don't know that we've ever, like, directly chatted or anything like that, but I know Care just from, you know, online on, from the videos and, and all that stuff. So like, I feel like I know you, but I, I know that we haven't met in person. Yeah. Before. One of those moments we chatted when you, uh, when, when, when you stepped out, stepped away, Co. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's weird that, you know, we know people like, like, you know, like I'll meet somebody, you know, like a mate, you know, it's like, but when you finally meet face to face, it just feels like, you know, you guys know each other, yeah. you know, like, like I know yeah. him it's like, Oh yeah. You know, it's just, and you, you pick up like, hey, how's your so and your wife doing? Whatever, and it's it's just it's just weird that we we you know just and I don't know if there's another industry that that does that that builds these relationships like like the cigar industry. It's I don't it's, think so. I mean, Kevin, you and I always talk. We can't even remember how we first met or when we first met. It just seems like it's been going on for a very long time. That, that, that's it. it it's just it's just so strange and, and bradley i mean you're you're in a ton of these like herfs and and you know you're, you're probably the same way you just meet an absolute ton of people all the time yeah yeah it happens a lot and 
uh, especially after I travel doing like big events. Uh, like last time I did uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest for the first time, and I've never had more people reach out and be like, hey, I met you at Rocky Mountain. Hey, I met you at Rocky Mountain. And it's tough to be like, oh, yeah, of course. But it's, <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to remember names and faces. Uh, but there's some that always stick. But most of the time, unfortunately, I, I do kind of forget. Well, it's the same. Someone will, will, will meet me and Jessica. Hey, I'm I'm Doug. You know, uh, I, I follow you guys online. And I want to. And there's a lot of times I go, what's your screen name? Like, 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 <laughs> like Doug, you know, Tim, you know, it's like, I, you know, it's like, oh, I'm Stogie Meditation. Oh, hey, what's going on, man? I didn't know your real name, you know. So but yeah, it just uh, so, sometimes I got to give you the. The helpful of the uh, yeah, of the screen you know name. Stogie Meditation's real name is Logan. Yeah, I just use oh, that as an oh. example, Jessica. <laughs> Thank well, you. Jess. That, that's it. Keep up, keep up. Yeah, keep keep up, Jessica. Je- Je- Jessica, keeping you honest, just to make sure that you're yeah, exactly. You're, you're not <laughs> that's it. You know, and, and Logan's probably like, I buy stuff from you. And you don't I even know, know my name. Oh, my so, <laughs> so uh, um, uh, Bradley, are you smoking anything tonight? Uh, yes, I'm smoking a Sanctum. Alec Bradley Sanctum. Uh, which has been discontinued for a while. And someone, uh, one of the warehouse guys, was like, hey, I found this in back. Why don't you have it? So oh, I figured I'd let this up tonight. Get out. So it's, uh, you just, just found it. And then, uh, so what, does that happen a lot? Or, or you'll find test blends to where, you know, you smoke them and. All the time. All the time. Because yeah. we, we, like, we never really get rid of anything. So, like, we have, like, different sections of the humidor where we're like, okay, these are where these test blends are. And then, then, you know, these are where these other test blends are. And then they, we smoke them. We're like, okay, this is good or this isn't good. And then they just sit there. So, like, you know, you could go into a box, find a test blend. You have no idea what it is. You could, know, like, it could be a project that did come to fruition or didn't. And you're just like, okay, these are, these are just random cigars at, at this point. Uh, and then every once in a while, there's like old, old brands of like just a couple boxes of something lying around like Sanctum or old Tempest Maduro or uh, a Tempest size that we don't make anymore. And then they'll, they'll make us aware and then we'll all just, we'll crack open the box and pass around the office. So that's always a, a fun, that's a fun day when that happens. Yeah. I, I talked to one manufacturer and it's probably been about a year and uh, same thing. Uh, I, and they're just privately chatting with them. And, uh, and he said, you know, it was a box discontinued cigar and he goes oh my god this thing is smoking fantastic and i go oh you know is this something you want to think about bringing back and he goes i don't know how old it is and he goes what if the age is the reason that he goes we discontinued it for a reason you know he goes but what if the age if, if it's five years old he goes what am i gonna do bring back the cigar yeah. age it for five years you know and uh you know so yeah i'm like nah, i didn't think about that so mm-hmm. you know so what about that one? You, you come across that you like you come across one that's discontinued or or like I said something you don't know anything about but you got a box of them you're like oh my god this is amazing does anybody know anything about this? <laughs> <laughs> it it happens, um, but what I what I see happens more is there are some that are just blank cigars like we have a, a stand up humidor in, in the office me and my my coworker and one day I, I I'm like this thing is a mess let me organize everything. So I, or, I took the like an hour or so to organize everything, and I put one section of just blank cigars. So I was like, "This is like a fun little treat." We're like, "Oh yeah," you have no idea, you have no clue what you're picking up, and that's kind of the fun of it. Oh, wow. And so we started smoking through some of them, and some were were awesome, and some were awful. 
Um, but like the ones that were awesome, we're like, what could this be? Like, we're like, it's just a, a normal tour. Like, there's no special size to it that makes it interesting. It's like, there's nothing to to figure out. Like, just enjoy it while you can, and you'll never know what the cigar is. So, wow, too bad. So, so are you and your brother not getting along? You just call him your coworker now. <laughs> My my co no 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 no, 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 no. Uh, so so <laughs> I mean we we aren't getting along getting along we usually aren't getting along so yeah. I, I <laughs> so so the person I share an office with his name's Jonathan Lipson he's uh, our director of marketing so me and him share an office together and then Alex's office is right next door but it is also shared there's just a big cutout door but there's no door so like. He's there, but he isn't there. He's just like, I, I didn't, like we, I didn't have, know, we have conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Go know ahead. Jonathan worked for you guys. Yes. Like, I, I, I think yeah. I've talked with him online. I don't think I ever knew he works for Alec Bradley. He does not promote yeah. you guys well at all. I'm just going to throw that <laughs> oh, out there. I'm just oh, going to no, throw he that. Does. He, yeah. he does. I, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is a horrible coworker. We go, Kev. You're gonna make um, an yeah, uncomfortable day in the office. I <laughs> know. Yeah, no, yeah to, that'll be tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Hey, John, what are, you, what are you smoking lately? You know, it's uh, but uh, uh, okay. So, and then, and then your dad is he uh, uh near you guys as well? Uh, he's a little, little down, like down the hallway. So we're at like the front of the office, right when you walk in. He's about halfway down the hallway, and then the warehouse is all the way down at the end. He's got the the big office, right? The big office. He's got, yeah, he's, he's got the he's got the big Kahuna office. <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's a given. I, I guess that that should be should be the case. So yeah. So speaking of your dad, we're gonna we're gonna start right off with it. Um, a few years ago, your dad did a great video that I loved, um, and it was uh, the five cigars that made his career. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go with you. Five okay. foods that you try to avoid because of your mustache. Um, five foods to try to avoid. Yeah, that's because you got you know. I mean, Karen and I, we we're all. What, what, so so what 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 do you avoid? I don't really. I don't. I don't avoid anything, man. Like, I, like if it gets in the mustache, that's just a part of. That's just the hazard <laughs> of having the mustache. Like, you know, if I'm at like milk or <laughs> ice cream, like if if it gets in it, you just like you know, you just like whatever can fall in there, and you wipe it off a little bit, and you enjoy it. You can't worry about it. But you have a you have a big beard. We're like. Yeah. can get in it and it gets messy and you got to get it all out the mustache is way easier it's way, yeah way it's easier, a, so. a, a ice ice cream and soups like I said ice cream cones like like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Can't, I can't shove ice cream in my face you know and like soups and that gets all uh care what, what about you or do you do you, you tend to avoid things dude i i, I don't avoid anything because of i the, i i avoid purple onions but not because of my beard or mustache <laughs> all right <laughs> And, and then when I do go out, if Jessica's not not with me, I do have to appoint somebody um, as like keeper of my face because my friends are dicks. So I got to usually have their <laughs> wife or girlfriend like, hey, if you see something in my beard or mustache, let me know because my friends are like you guys. They will just let me keep something in my beard all night because I would do the same with them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling them if they got something in their beard or mustache because it's funny. Um, so, but yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, a soup, hot wings. Usually, I I shower after hot wings. That's a that that's a that's a rough one. Yeah, I'll, that, I'll, that, I'll, that is. I mean, that's the messiest food of all time is hot wings. So oh, it's it, just like if you have, if you have a beard, you're you're out of luck. That's just. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's going to go with it. It's a hazard. It's a hazard. It it, it, it really is. So uh, yeah, those uh, they're they're so delicious though. But um, we'll move. Actually, that's the least messiest for you. But what what is the most? The wings are the least messiest. They're pretty messy. Yeah, I get pretty. Is, I've seen like any type of hot dog, like what must anything that has condiments on it is what gets in your beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot like oh, all yeah. up in your mustache, and I have to uh, look at you, and I'm like, oh my god, please. Please clean that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah she, she, she. Are, are, are you, you guys? Do you guys prefer flats or drumsticks? Flat. I I don't care at all. I like flats. Care at all? No. I'm I a like flat. flats. Yeah, yeah. Jessica's flats a, just easy as pop them in, pull them out. Just Jessica's a flat. Bones. Yeah. 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 So no, no. On the flat, I break them apart. You know, I break off the one piece first. You, you do. Then, you do the twist. Yeah, yeah. Twist I do the and twist, and yeah. I feel like there's so. too much like. Some kind of like cartilage or fat on that. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Like I said, for me, it doesn't make any difference. I'll just, I'll eat them all. So I'm, I'm one, <laughs> one of the weird people that don't really have a, a, a preference, you know. So well, that's Kevin like would eat food from a tube. Yeah. Just <laughs> you keep bringing up the tube food. We, we, we watch, we watch this. Uh, we watch Modern Marvels uh, um, on food. Make life and easier, was, Jess. And it was Adam Richman. <laughs> He was at the uh, um um like the army where they test like the making the new foods and stuff, you know. And then for like the B two pilots, the ones that fly in pressurized suits, they have tubes of food because they fly for like twenty four hours. So they got to hook it to like a a tube, and then they just squeeze the food into the into their mouth. And I and for me, I I care knows that I love just not being able to deal with food. If if food could come in a pellet form. Or a tube, that'd be perfect for me. I don't care about food. I like food, but food is a big waste of time. We spend more unnecessary time eating, showering, <laughs> and sleeping than we need to as humans. So, so, do you, so, do you, with that being said, do you have a favorite food? Um, chicken tenders and fries. <laughs> tenders. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Because no matter where you go. Anything off the kids' menu. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was about to say that. Because you're going to get good good chicken tenders and fries everywhere. Like I said, sometimes you get, you know, a burger that's okay, a steak that's okay, weird food number three that's okay, pizza. Nobody's messing up chicken tenders and fries. That's always, like, a good a good go-to food, you know, so. What, what about you? What, what's your favorite food? Uh, a fried chicken sandwich is... Okay. Number one favorite food. That's yep. how I. That's how I. Yeah, how I test like whether I like a place is if they ha if they have it, I'll try it, and then if I'll go back is whether or not it was good. Oh, right on, care. Mm -hmm. what, what about you? I, I know we've talked about food many times in the past, but what is your what is your go, what is your go to? I, I I don't really have a go to, but I I I love pizza, like a good pizza. Yeah. You know, and I, I Bradley, I actually when we go to pizza places, I'm a fan of breaded mushrooms. And I'll always determine how good a place is by how good their breaded mushrooms are. I can't. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of mushrooms, but I can say I've never had breaded mushrooms before. Breaded deep fried like mushrooms. A, oh, fantastic. Wow. Maybe it sounds, maybe just, sounds like disgusting. Mushrooms. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. I'm a mushroom. I love mushrooms just in general. Oh. But if you get the right batter, you deep fry them, you get a good dip in sauce. Perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah, you get everything just right. You won't even be able to taste the the crappy mushroom. <laughs> you know, put put enough sauce and breading on it, and these mushrooms are fantastic. I, I am Let a fan of the flavor of the fungus, though, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I most certainly I, am. I am too, and it took it, me two years to uh, for Kevin to allow me to even bring mushrooms. In oh the yeah, house. for the first two years Jessica lived here, I wouldn't even let her bring them in the house. What? Like I was afraid she would cut them with like one of my favorite knives, and then I'd have to throw the knife away. But uh, or, but, or like she'll se secretly make food with mushrooms in it without telling you, and you're like, you actually enjoy it, and you have to admit that you like mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would. Yeah, you know, I think I, I think I, I think I really made her mad one day, and then I, I think I finally allowed mushrooms in the house as like, like to make up for it, you know. So that was uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. So. Back to cigars. So you you were on the show back in April of 2020. So we're going back a while yeah. now. I asked you mm -hmm. on that show. We talked about the trilogy, that the original cigar, and then I asked yeah. you if you were ever going to make <clears throat> that cigar was ever going to make a comeback, mm -hmm. and you kind of hemmed and hauled. Am I the reason <laughs> you made that cigar? Like I just I need to know. Like I'm because I hear Abe Debabna taking credit for this. So. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was me, but was it me or Abe that that brought this? Well, I'm I, I am sorry to, to tell you this, Kevin, but it was Abe. Uh, so that's why when you asked me, I was kind of like maybe, maybe not. So Abe had already put it in my father's ear about coming out with trilogy again, and I've been pushing for it forever since I started working. So was Alex, so was others. Everyone's like, do it as, do it limited, do it limited. And my father's like, no, like, you know, it was done for a reason. Let's, let's not bring back cigars that, you know, that, that didn't do well. And it, I just, he's like, I don't want to like kind of relive that anymore. And so, so I'm going to call him Alan because I, I was saying my father over and over again. So Alan went on Abe's show and, and Abe, I guess, you know, you know, pushed him a little bit. was like, Hey, let's do trilogy. Let's do trilogy. And so he said yes to him. And he's like, he came in the next day. And he's like, Hey, so I kind of promised Abe that we would do trilogy with him. And I'm like, you promised eight, like, like only him or like how, because like, people need to smoke the cigar. And he's like, yeah, I, I kind of promised him that we were going to do trilogy with him. I'm like, all right, well, you got to tell him that like, he'll, we'll figure something out, but like, we need to come out with it on our own too. So Abe got, the first crack at trilogy he got a uh, 18 count robusto sampler so six of each wrapper uh 300 boxes only for him before we launched the ours so abe was the one who started it and so when when you asked i thought you knew actually i thought that you kind of knew because i know you're close with abe and that he told you and that like you're like you were trying to like get me onto something where like Hey, I know this, but like, will you say it on on the show? <laughs> oh no, no, Abe, Abe knows I can't keep a secret. I would have said it on the show. Um, so people people don't people don't tell me things um, because I will I will tell the whole world. Um, so uh, I mean, unless you're like really serious, like Kevin, you really can't tell anybody this. Then I just tell Karen, uh, Jessica, um, and uh, that's that should be a, that should be a given that I'm gonna tell those two. And then if they Perfect. tell people, I don't have my hands are tied. I don't have any control over that at all. Um, <laughs> I don't talk to anybody, so you're yeah. safe. So, so if anybody uh, wants to know, Abe does still have a few of those uh, samplers, I think, left out of the out of the 300. I don't think he has very many. Um, I remember when I was at the new warehouse, I saw just a couple. So if you're interested, you know, you can head over to Smoke In um, uh, 
the website and then pick those pick those up um trilogy because they got the new ones as well as the uh, uh the old ones so when, when it when it was decided to to relaunch it your dad says we're gonna do this um whose project was it did did uh because you had been fighting for it for a while did he hand it over to you um your brother was it a collaboration with you guys it's a collaboration. It always is. And it's, it's not just me and, and Alec. It's also our vice president, Ralph. Um, you know, he, he was there when the cigar was first made. So like, do we have, have I smoked some old ones? Yeah, but very, very few. So like when it comes to the cigar, I have no clue what that cigar tasted like when it first came out. So I have to refer back to Alan and back to Ralph. I'm like, Hey, I kind of, kind of need you guys to make this cigar because I'd never, I, I have I've only smoked like, three of them like, i think maybe one of each so like you guys need to make the cigar but i have tons of ideas for like the packaging and the marketing like i got ideas so it's always a, a big collaboration for the most part on on anything that we release um that's like core alec bradley or limited edition alec bradley um so it's, it's a group effort for sure yeah, um, so so the cigar, I mean, it'd been a while since it been out. I think the, the original ran from uh, 2002 to 2012. Um, so why, why did something your dad like decide to stop making it? It was something like that. It was around, I think, the 10 year from when I ran. Yeah, so I think it just, like, it just lost steam. So I, I don't know the exact reason, but the cigar was first made in the, in the Triangle Press. And then I think after maybe the allure of that wear it off, then they started making it just a regular Parejo, uh, just a, you know, a round cigar. Excuse me. So I, I just think that like it, it ran its course and people kind of didn't care for it as much anymore. And the sales started to dip. So he's like, you know, let's, let's cut it off. And, uh, but it's, it's part of, it's just one of those cigars that, that made our company. It helped build our brand that, that you know, they made something so unique that is the first we were the first ones to ever do it so um i, I you know kind of now is the time that everyone's bringing everything back all the old stuff and you see oh, yeah. cars and cars and music and shoes everyone it's all about you know what what's old what's vintage but let's make it new again so uh that this was like the one i was like let's let's do trilogy and i you know, I guess I'm very not very convincing, but Abe, uh, Abe is different yeah. than me. So, plus you got a whole new crew of uh, or you know generation of cigar smokers. So you know, um, you know some some of those old guys that maybe didn't didn't or they don't remember it. You know, because sometimes some people bring it back. Some of the old guys are like that cigar sucked the first time. I can't believe, you know, that they're making it again, you know? Um, but I mean, it's been some time on it now. I mean, even the old guys probably have no idea what that cigar even tasted like. So how, how did you, how did you go about, I mean, did your dad had the original recipe book or what went into trying to reproduce that cigar? Yeah. So, so Ralph had the uh, original blends. He found the original, the original books, but some of those tobaccos just aren't, even available to us anymore so it's really just kind of just palate recall and and saying like okay does this is this what i remember like there is no okay this is what the tobaccos are let's just recreate it as as close as we can it's this is what i remember the cigar tastes like so let's just go off of memory so him and my dad just had to go back and forth and and recreate it uh, based off of memory so i don't know whether it it tastes like the original, but I, I trust them fully that it's 
you know, that it's close enough. Yeah. Care, can you imagine having to do that? Recall a cigar that hasn't really been made since. <laughs> I mean, even if they stopped making it, even if 2012, he probably was still smoking it into 2015. They probably still had some, but that's still been a, a while. It's been a hot minute. Crazy. Can you imagine trying to recreate no. you know, one of your original cigars a decade from now? Can't recall I did this morning, let alone that. <laughs> that would be amazingly difficult. It, it's 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 crazy. Um, so so the trilogy, in case people don't know, um, is uh, like it's a triangle, you know, shaped cigar. It was a uh, um, uh, super cool. I mean, um, I think someone does an octagon shaped cigar now, but nobody. And I I smoked one last night, and it fit in my cigar rest perfectly. That triangle shape. I'm like, oh my god, I wish more people would do a triangle. Yeah, triangle shaped cigar. It's kind of hard to see, but if I can pull it out. Yeah, we we smoked we smoked all ours, so you're yeah gonna, yeah you're gonna have to. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. And, and so, some of the presses, like so, these were like some of the first samples, and I don't know, um, like the 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 hard part about trilogy is that the, they need to stay in the press for about like two to three weeks just to make sure that they keep the shape, um, which is you know that's the whole part of it is keeping the shape. So it does take a long time to make. So some of uh, the first samples, they don't, they are triangle, but they don't come so perfect. So we made sure that for, you know, everything that's going out now that the, the triangle is very, you know, triangular. Right. If that makes so, sense. so two to three weeks versus um, uh, what is a normal cigar for people that don't know how long in, in the mold? It shouldn't, it shouldn't, you know, be more than a week two weeks you know okay so it takes so it takes a little bit longer yeah, yeah just to, just to make sure um so um the the new trilogy you know com comes in three wrappers uh the authentic corojo an exotic maduro and a native cameroon but they all use the same blend correct correct so, so that includes the same binder and fillers on all three just the wrapper yeah. is changing yeah yeah so hunter and binder and hunter and nicaraguan fillers and then yeah, the the Corojo uh, from Honduras, the Maduro from Nicaragua, and the Cameroon from Africa. So, so what what is the exotic Maduro? What is that? Is that just uh? So I uh, think it used to be. I I I, I had a feeling that you were going to ask me this because that's a question <laughs> that you that you would ask. I think it it came from like a, it definitely came from like a different country, like not anywhere uh, that was like it wasn't Honduras or Nicaragua or the Dominican again back then came from like a, a country that you wouldn't expect maybe like colombian or brazilian or something like that but we don't have you know we don't have those tobaccos anymore uh so now it's from nicaragua now it's from nicaragua <laughs> from exotic nicaragua so it, it's it's kind of yeah. like a, a cao when they did the uh, their line of cigars like the orellana that was wrapped in the rope they told you the whole story about the people going out in the jungle and they they would wrap them in the ropes, put them over their shoulder, and row a boat. Nobody ever knew if that story was true or not, you know. So exactly. <laughs> so, so did you, the original trilogy? Um, did they come in these three wrappers as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. all so, the, the all the all the names in the wrappers are, you know, we wanted to make it as as you know uh, as close as possible, and just like the branding of everything. So it, it was called Exotic Maduro and. Authentic Corojo and and uh, and what was it? Uh, the Cameroon and the, the, the Cameroon, Cameroon, yeah, the okay. native Cameroon. Okay. So yeah, yeah those, those are all yeah, the original yeah. names. Okay, because looking it up, I saw the Corojo, but I didn't see the other two. 
you know, so that's why I yeah. wasn't sure if, if, you know, so these are the original names. Um, what about like the, uh, did you upgrade the, the bands or did you guys reproduce the bands boxes? They're, or, no, you said they're, they're slightly upgraded. So like, you know, this, the, the, our logo now wasn't our logo back then. So we put that, uh, on top so you could see that on the front and then just the gear, the seal on the back, the, uh, the AB on the side. So just very minor, minor updates just to, you know, make the appearance a little bit better. Uh, because the capabilities for printing is so much better now than it was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, so little, little minor updates, but it's just, it's pretty, pretty, it's, it's pretty close. Yeah, I know, want to make sure so, that the people that remember it see the cigar yeah. and they remember it. It's funny you mentioned those little, those little updates, but if you look at the, the, the core of the, of the cigar band, it does have that very old school, traditional stream, you know, the lines, the way it looks is just yeah. very old school and very traditional. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they did uh, a, a great job. And I love some of the traditional uh, blends uh, um, or tr the traditional bands, you know, like uh, uh, Sam Lucia is doing, you know, finding those old bands that have been laying around. And they're so basic, you know, which they're so, so cool. I, I think so many people are, you know, they're they're going way overboard now with, with their bands. And it's almost almost getting out of hand with the uh, um, with, with the bands. It, it's getting crazy, and uh, but I can I can tell you because because we're friends um, that uh, more <laughs> people complain about Alec Bradley bands than any other cigar manufacturer. And Alec, we've talked about this when uh, uh, last time we were down at Burn together. So um, uh, yeah. your your paper bands on the <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the black market is suspect number one. Everyone's like, <laughs> why do they have this huge band on here and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's just part of it. You know, it's it's yeah. part of it. And then we got a lot of flack uh, also for Kintsugi. Uh, but, you know, it's just, it's part of the brands, part of the brand. No, and I, didn't, I, didn't think the something. I didn't think the Kintsugi was over. I've got that one right, right here. I didn't think that one was over the top at all. I think it was still still classic and when, when i say over the top you know it's, it's layered um, though it's a very complex band because it's two bands in one yeah it's um i, thank, I like it you, you know Karen. um uh i'm talking like it's like creative. the ones that the ones that use like the big four like like la serena you know that they have a beautiful band but that is a huge embossed band that takes up like the whole cigar and it's well, just here like any kind of ezra zion bands are always mm -hmm. the cigar. yeah you know, it's uh, um, it's it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I didn't think that one was uh, um, and then obviously the uh, um, you've got some great the gatekeeper, which is everybody raves about about that band. Yeah, well, they're talking and, about the glue, Bradley. The yeah. Glue. Oh, the glue. Yeah, yeah. It's the, yeah, it's <laughs> the glue. I, 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 oh, I, it's oh, the I, glue. I, 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 Oh no! Oh no! No, I, I, I'm. I thought you were talking about the size of the band. No, no, I apologize. That was my uh -oh. fault. Um, like I said, my my brain is a little. It's the glue mm. that's pissing people off, Bradley. Has anybody ever? Okay, I'll ask the chat panel. Has anybody ever salvaged a band from a Filthy Hooligan or Shamrock? That's oh, a, okay. Yeah. That yeah. you? I mean, it's it's an amazing band, and I don't have one band that i can i can do something no. with you have to know how to remove it kevin you gotta get a razor blade no, yo you've never had one i have had one the, and they i don't, slid it off they don't yeah. i have an intact one 
Yeah, you you slide it off by cutting the cigar away from the band. You actually hollow out the cigar and you pull it out. Yes, that's, that's the only uh, But no, the hooligans, the hooligans are tough. The hooligans are they really, are. really tough. I don't think I've ever successfully taken off a hooligan band without ripping yeah. it. It's you're you are correct on that. I won't I won't argue with that. Yes, I, no, I no. Love, so, I, I I love the band, so I finally got to the point where I took a razor blade and just got underneath yeah. and just sinfully sliced it so I can salvage the band. Well, but yes, but, but, if, but, but it, 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 it's, it's the glue. It's not the band. Nobody is complaining about the bands. I should have made that clear. No, you, 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 the, 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 the young lady doing the glue, you could tell she's not paying for the glue. Back off it's the not, glue. It's, it's not coming out of her check each week. You know, so, the glue you know, overhead is very high. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them, like I said, they'll, they'll put like a little dollop with their finger. She's using a spray gun. And putting the uh, um, the, uh, uh, the the glue on the on the band. Yeah, that's an actually pretty heavy duty band too, so it might yeah. need extra glue yeah. to stay. All right. You know, it's not real thin. We know whose side you're on. Well, I'm just saying, you're, uh, Kevin. You're, you're at, least, at least she's on my side. At least I got one chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least, at least she got. I, I, I like I like the. Um, well, we'll talk about the band on this cigar um, uh, later on. But uh, because there is no band on this one, um, so 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 bringing back um uh the trilogy, we'll get back on that now that I've derailed this whole fucking thing. Um, the molds. What did you did you guys have them? Did you guys have to recreate these? What was the uh, um any difficulties in bringing back the triangle shaped cigar? So we we did have to get some more made, but I, and this is gonna. It's going to take me a second to fully remember because I'm really bad at like the history of like what factory made this and then who purchased that factory. So I believe that they were made originally at Taranio, I believe. Uh, I could be wrong. And then I'm not sure if Placencia purchased the Taranio factory and then maybe they ended up with the molds or, or some some sort of connection. But um, Placencia's Honduran factory tobacco de Oriente they they made um the the new trilogy so they had some of the original molds and then we had to create new molds for them as well uh so we could you know make the production because they didn't they had some but they didn't have enough so we had some original molds we had some new molds and we added those together to create our production and and I'm sure those weren't fun making uh, the, those molds because like I said I'm I'm not I mean they had oh, to no. they have to do them by hand there, there's no way you know no no machine mm. that can you know you can't put it on the lathe you can't put it on the mill I mean just really some guy you know I, I'm sure with just a chisel you know really just <laughs> yeah. chiseling ch chiseling those out yeah and then and then you have to get the angles just right too so that's the hardest part is the mm -hmm. angles of the the mold. Yeah. So, and, and then, so and my then, dad, then it's, yeah, it's repeating it too over and over. Yeah. So, so my Alan made the original, my, my father went to Home Depot when he was coming up with this idea. Originally he went to Home Depot with the idea and they had a saw there that if you ask them like, Hey, could you do this? They, they could do it. So he asked if they, if it cut on angles and they said, yeah. So he's like, Hey, can you cut on these angles for me? And he took those pieces and he brought it home and he put it together and he took a cigar, like a, a wet cigar and he stuffed it in there and he made the first, you know, triangle mold uh, at Home Depot. And he's like, 
you know, and then he let it sit and see if it smoked well. And he's like, yeah, let's, let's do this. So he made the first ever mold. And then after that, they went full with the project. So Home that, Depot. Uh, Home, Home Depot. Well, you know, they're, 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 they're advertising. They're always there for you. Just like their, their advertisements <laughs> will say, you know, but then, and then, and then recreating, because are you guys using wooden molds or are you guys using plastic molds? Plastic would be definitely easier, but. Uh, uh, wooden molds. Okay. So, so they're being cut by hand. There's no, no way around that, you know, and, and, mm -hmm. and it's not like you made just the one, like the guy's like, all right, I got. I got this one and then and then he's got to make the other half of that one. So it's, you know, at least with a round mold, you make them both. You drill the hole and you cut the thing in half. So he's got to make yeah. both halves and then do that over and over. And I mean, I don't know how many molds generally each cigar has, you know, but, you know, nothing else is coming out of that one. So. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, that, that's insane you know, for, yeah. to bring back something that you hope takes off. Now those are, those are nationally released already, right? People can find those um, at their yeah, local so, orders. Yeah. So they're, they're slowly coming in. Uh, we've had about <clears throat> half the production come in. Uh, so we're still waiting on the other half, but we did 2000 boxes of, <clears throat> of each wrapper. So they're they're available it's not going to be everywhere uh because people haven't received them but if you are looking for them please reach out to us on on social media and ask and we can find a place that has them near you so right on any any uh thoughts of expanding or you know the the line or you just really want to stick with those three that that have been you know the core line this whole time or thinking about mixing it up any changing changing the blends or doing anything with it uh, I think for now we want to keep it to just the original. I think if it, you know, people go crazy over it and we just see that the demand is there for maybe an, another one, but, you know, we really want to just keep it to the original to pay homage to a cigar that got us to where we are and have new smokers try something that's old from us and have the, the people that really knew about us back then, like they get a cigar that hopefully they loved, uh, and so we'll right now we're just going to keep it to what it is. And, you know, hopefully it would be cool to come out with another one. Like if I could make one, that would be pretty awesome. I'd be excited about that. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be, you know, something completely different, you know, <clears throat> adding a, a fourth, maybe on the Alec and Bradley, you know, trilogy. You call it the prequel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah. Part, part, part do. You know, but yeah, so that, yeah. that that would definitely be cool. But yeah, let's uh, let I guess I I guess let's see how they sell now. You know, always getting you know that's that's Sokka's biggest bitch. You know, someone like well, he'll be at an event talking about the cigar that he's promoting, and people are like, so what? What else you got new coming out? You know, and he's like, go fuck yourself. You know, it's like, <laughs> like I've got this. This is new stuff. You know, but uh, um, yeah, have I, you got? Have, have you been inundated like that? All the manufacturers this year, like what's new, what's new, what's new? You know, that's, that's the question. And it always is since I started working, it's always what's new. And, you know, it's, you, you, you kind of take that as like, okay, that's what the market is asking for is new. But at the end of the day, if you're always making something new, then you're never going to have something that is forever. You know, you're never going to have something that, is a staple in every humidor. So if you just, it's okay, here's something new and here's something new, then people don't, they're not going to remember what you came out with last year. If you came out with three cigars this year and 
three cigars the next year and four cigars. It's just too much. So do we get asked? I get asked all the time. I have actually have this one guy, this one person that just messages Alec Bradley like every other month and just like, what, what new cigar is coming out? And I'm just like, I'm, I can't just tell you what new cigar is coming out. Like yeah. Yeah, media that's asking about it or, you know, publications. Like there's no way I'm just telling some person that's messaging me like, yeah, these are all the new cigars that will be coming out. But he I, I would, I would mess with them me, and like, make something up and be like, Hey, you're not going to tell anybody, are you? And they'll be like, no, I won't. And then just make up something wild. You know, uh, just, just something yeah. out of the blue. You know, it just just what weird. Would, what would you what would what would you tell him, Kevin? What would what what would you tell oh, him, boy. this person? I, I I would I would say that that we're we're doing a collaboration <clears throat> cigar with Steve Saka right now, and we're calling it like, and then I, then I would just whatever I would look around and then just make up a name, and then that guy would always <laughs> be looking out with the Dunbarton, Alec Bradley. Um, it would uh, be the Sasquatch um, trilogy. Yeah. So actually, I know thinking about now, it would uh, I would choose a company. No, Alec Bradley and Camacho are coming out, uh, and then so it'll be the ABC cigar. Um, and then, oh, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then uh, and then next year we're adding Dunbarton, and then the year after we're doing Aroa. <laughs> so it'd be ABCDE. Oh. And we're, yeah, we're going to actually, we're going to. I would tell. Gonna, I would tell. We're going to collaborate <laughs> with my father, and we're going to do. My father is Alan. Yeah, so but, uh, I, I, I need. I don't know if you guys are both available uh, in like two weeks. I need you guys in my, mar- my marketing meetings. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, 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 incredible. Yeah, that, that that's it, and just a uh, uh, completely completely mess with uh, uh, mess with everybody online because you know that guy will just run out and tell all his friends and be like, oh my god, this is what I just heard, and then they'll show him the message and be like. Your dad will get mad. Everybody will get mad. Just blame it on me. Just do what everybody else does. Just blame it on me. <laughs> Who told this guy our next cigar is called My Father is Alan? It's a collaboration. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I don't yeah. know. I don't so, know. no, you actually need to do one called The Real Alan Rubin, you know, because we're, we're always making fun mm. of fake. You know, because I, I actually, um, I, I, I had to, I had some order some stuff and then he, he got on the phone and then like, hey, this is Alan Rubin. I go, is this is this fake Alan Rubin? And he goes, and he, like, he, he did like the deep breath. He's like, yes, it is. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome, man. You know, so that's the first time he's heard that, Kevin. I I know it's just uh, he he just gets made fun of. So yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I, I call it being all like. Well, I mean, I mean, I've I've been in so many virtual things with fake Alan Rubin, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's a good he's a good guy, but he gets fake Alan Rubin a lot. He, he, he is suspended, and and that, and that really is like that's how he's been, you know. That's how he's been known now is fake Alan, fake Alan Rubin. Like, and I don't know who I was telling just recently. I'd reached out to him on um, uh, uh, LinkedIn. Just actually, this was back a year ago, you know, or less nine months ago, about coming on the show and uh, and and talking about uh, cigars. And he, you know, and he is a cigar guy. He's in the cigar industry, and he just came back with, "I think you mean the other Alan Rubin." <laughs> and, uh, he just like, yeah, nobody wants to talk to me, and I'm like, oh, hey, sorry, man, you know, wrong, no. Alan, Alan Rubin. So yeah, he's like, I, oh. you know, not like, not like, like, hey, man, yeah, that's a good idea. And then, like I said, I get him on the show, we get him booked, you know, we put him on the screen. I'm like. Who the hell are you? <laughs> you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't have fake Alan Rubin questions. I got real Alan Rubin questions. So, oh my god. 
So care, That's care's got you, you have you have some questions, care. I have a few questions. I have yes. a few questions. Well, before I get into my trilogy, um uh, I was up in Maryland many years ago, and I think you make a house blend for Davidus cigar. I think so. Yeah, it was um that's I think one of the first times I got introduced to your brands. It was um I think it was an homage to the Marine Corps as one of their brands. And they said it was the strongest cigar that they sold at the shop. And when I smoked that cigar, I was hooked. Fantastic cigar. Wait, so I, that's that's awesome, but I've, n- I've never had this cigar. Yeah, I, I can't think, for the life of me, I cannot think of the name off the top of my head. But um, it, 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 they told me that it was made you know, by Alec Bradley, and it was uh, one of their house cigars, uh, one of their military cigars. And um, I, I smoked it. The thing was fantastic. It's phenomenal. That's so, awesome. Thank you. You making... with, with that being said, Care, I think my buddy Vic Evans got a box of those, the Marine Corps cigars. Yeah, so, I cannot uh, remember the name of them for the life of me. Um, but uh man, that thing it, it was about as close to the magic toast, you know. Because when I smoked the magic toast, I stopped myself and I said, Holy crap, this thing is so closely related. To uh, this this other cigar that I smoked uh, about three years ago, I think it was when I was introduced to it. Um, wow. But I digress. Um, I was at Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I was at a cigar shop <clears throat> up in cigar uh, up in Harrisburg, and um, I took a picture. And I sent it to Kevin. I said, "What the hell is this? I've never seen this before." And it was this. Yeah. Paper Tiger. That's right. I says I says nice. Paper Tiger. I said, I don't know what it is, but I'm buying all of them. <laughs> There's a handful of them. So then I That's go to my awesome. cigar. So then I go to my cigar shop. I said, I sent you one, Kevin. I you probably got like a bunch of them from all your fans. Um, I, I, do, I do not. And then and then I, I stopped at my cigar shop here in Greenville, South Carolina, Boda Cigars, and then I see this. Yes, dude. And I'm yes. like, oh my god. I'm like, sweet Jesus, That's I awesome. gotta buy these. I probably sent one to Kevin Knows, but he's adoring fans, probably sent him more. I like how I like how Kevin's like, care, you can take the floor, but I still have to be in the I no, no, no. I, 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 want, I, want, I want I want I want I want two, I want two yes, like, it's, like, it's, like it's, it's 3D, listen. both of us showing our, our here, cigars. Be, be, being being the co-host, that's your lot in life. You know, yeah. you get your you get your one moment and then the star just goes, Hey, look. Yeah. So then it became Jennifer, my fiance. She's she's you know the the, the co-owner and the, the the brand ambassador and stuff. So now it became our our we start looking up what these cigars were, and then it became our obsession to collect all of them. And then Jennifer scored this. Oh, that is now, sick. I can't believe you guys have all of them. Yeah, where's the fourth? So the I, fourth a, one. Is in Texas, correct? And these are no, these are the names. Fourth... Is it Chicago? Okay. No. So the fourth. So the fourth one is the 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 Rust Belt. So it's yeah. The, uh, okay. It's the 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 Pittsburgh side of Pennsylvania. Gotcha. And and uh, Ohio, and there might yeah. be some in Michigan. So what what so what those cigars are are. <clears throat> cigars that all of our reps made not all of our reps but four of our reps made um 
we we tried doing it for everyone, but we couldn't accomplish everyone. Um, so we're gonna we'll probably do more later on. But it's a cigar that we wanted them to have as their own. It's something that that they came up with the name. They worked with our um, with our designer on the artwork, and they blended the cigar when they went down to the factories um, when we we did a sales meeting. And you know, usually it's just like you know, hey, let's blend a cigar, let's roll a cigar, but a few of theirs turned out pretty good. So those were the the four cigars that came out. So there was the first one, the Paper Tiger that you showed, that mm-hmm. was made by our rep, Jonathan Walsh. Uh, then you have the- That's for the uh, Northeast, that's, right? That was for the Northeast. That's, that's, like. A, that's, that's like the, the Philly area. Yeah. Uh, Philly, New, Philly, New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. And then- yeah, and then there was the fashionably late, which was for a rep that recently left. He uh, that was for the southeast for mm-hmm. Chris Carey, and then there was uh, the uh, what was the last uh, paper tiger highway child highway, yeah. hi- highway child that was for Wisconsin Minnesota that was for Steve <laughs> Tucker he also recently left, and <laughs> and then the last one which you haven't had or at least which you haven't shown I don't know if you have it I don't I don't have it we've been uh, trying yeah, no, to locate yeah. it. Okay, so that is the Corinthian leather. Yes, the oh, Corinthian no leather. Way. That's what it was. Yeah, the Corinthian yeah. leather, which is made by uh, was made by Ryan Pontus, uh, our our Pittsburgh rep. Um, so that's the the last one. Um, and his. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've been we've been looking high and low, and Jennifer's been searching the internet for that fourth elusive. I will. Pack. I will make sure that you guys get Corinthian leather. Oh, <laughs> uh, that will right. that will make my day because I've had these for some time. That's and awesome. and every time That's I so found awesome. one, I'm like, I gotta get one for Kevin. Yeah, it's um, yeah, um you know. uh, so are they are they still made? Is it is this something that that's old or what? What's the deal? So so some of them. Um, I think there might be very few left of uh, maybe like the paper tiger in the warehouse, but two of the reps left. So we oh, want. Okay. These, cigar, these cigars to like to be theirs, something that they're proud of that they go into the store because our reps, you know, while well, well, I, well, I might be or Alec or, or Alan might be a face of the company. These are the people that are out selling our cigars every day that that go to stores and people know them way better than they know us personally. So this way they have a cigar that is theirs and no cigar is easier to sell than your own, right? It's it's it might say Alec Bradley, but that's yours. You get to tell the story of the name, yeah. why the artwork is what it is, and why that's like your favorite cigar. So that way, people that are you know they're hanging out at the store and you're like, hey, I'm gonna smoke Ryan's cigar. I'm gonna smoke John's cigar. I'm smoking whoever's cigar. Those are the people that I know and I want to support. So it also makes the consumer feel good. It makes our reps feel great that they have something that's their own their own cigar because everyone wants everyone in the cigar industry they want all want to make their own cigar <laughs> kevin um you know it's, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> you know it's, it's something that if you're in the industry that's everyone's what's everyone's goal is to have something that's that's theirs so we thought this was a, a nice way for our reps to have something that they feel is their own i know the story uh, the uh, with um fashionably late stuck with dave the owner of uh boda because when I when I brought over my booty and slapped it on the counter, he sat there and told me the whole story behind it. He's like, "Oh man, awesome. you know the story behind this cigar care," and uh, he remembered it. And 
and then he took my credit card. <laughs> you know, That's and, and awesome. yes, that, every, cool. everybody wants to make their own cigar <clears throat> until it comes time to make in your own cigar, and you realize <laughs> there's a lot of work in this. Like, like this, it's not, it's not fun. Care, it's a uh, knows better. You know, you know, he's care. You know, yeah. start, 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 started his company, and then had to switch factories, and and essentially start, start from scratch. And it's uh yeah it's it's not it's not fun. So people that that always want their own cigar, you know, it's it's not it's not what it's cracked up to be. But sometimes uh, the, the worst day the worst day in those moments are better than the best days in others. I mean it's still it's just I, the cigar industry as you said earlier, Kevin, and uh, and Bradley. You know you get to meet so many great people, and it's so interconnected. And even 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 when there's times where you're struggling. You know, there's just so many great people who who love and support you, um, and I've made a lot of great friends along the way. So, um, e- even the even I think the worst day is is better than some people's best days. Oh yeah, it's, it's like it's like the old thing I say: even a bad day smoking a cigar is better than any good day at work. You yeah. know, so <laughs> even even if I get a bad cigar, at least I'm not at work. You know, so. <laughs> Um, but we, we were talking earlier, and then uh, Carrie, you mentioned Magic Toast, and uh, um, and I had had one. Great cigar, man. Um, and it, it's probably been a couple of months since since I had one. Um, I've been I've been hooked on the Kintsugi, um, uh, the uh, um, the uh, um, uh, the Blind Faith. I like uh, uh, the Project Forty, uh, the Gatekeeper. Jessica and I smoke a ton of the, the Gatekeepers, but I found a uh, a Prensado that you know had been a couple of years old, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, just. You find it in the back of the humidor, but you say that, you know, people are always want, always want the new, the new, the new, and then they don't realize, you know, they forget about like the classics, the classics that, that made, you made you guys, you know, Alec Bradley, all these companies, what they are, you know, and then, I mean, I I smoked that Prinsada. I'm like, oh my God, this cigar, I probably hadn't smoked one in a year and it, it was such, such an amazing cigar. So yeah, so people... Try to, you know, that, that they're always looking out for the new stuff. Keep your eye out for the old stuff that you may not have, have smoked, you know, um, uh, in a long time. Well, you Kevin, know, so I, I, I share with you what my daily cigar is. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, wow. It's my daily cigar. That's great. That's uh, a I great mean, daily if, cigar. If, 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 you know, if you're going to smoke throughout the day, you know, I, do, I work from home. You're going to smoke that day. That's a fantastic smoke. Yeah, yeah, uh, awesome. yeah. You mentioned those like you've been smoking those for like a month or more now. Yeah, a couple months yeah, now. Well, you well, yeah. Found, yeah, you yeah. showed me a picture, and I'm like, I've never seen that cigar. And uh, and the yep. price point of that cigar That's is sick. super, super cheap. It is. And um, but, but so. it's it's inexpensive. Not cheap. It's inexpensive. <laughs> yes, and, inexpensive. And, but, <laughs> but 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 <laughs> but no, I, I got filler, filler and Kevin. But but yeah. the, but 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 what you get out of it and and how it smokes is far exceeds you know what you pay for it a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that that's a big goal for us always is that we want to make sure that whatever price that you, you know you're paying for our cigar that that exceeds your expectations of that you spend <laughs> you know four to eight to ten to twelve to you know our our highest price in the in the twenties. Uh, for a fine and rare that hopefully that you think that that is worth the price. So, you know, someone in the chat earlier said, you know, Project 40 Maduro is a staple for me. You know, that's the the natural. Yeah, thank you. So the, the natural and the Maduro has been a huge success for us. And it's a five, six dollar cigar. So if we can, you know, make cigars that people love for five or six dollars or eight or ten or plus, 
as long as they're happy, that's that makes us happy. The Kintsugi, I think, is just another great cigar. I mean, I fell in love immediately. That's my favorite. I, I, I'm curious on who came up with the name Kintsugi based off of the definition of what that <clears throat> name is. So that that was me. Um, so the way that the dynamic kind of works, but it's not always, you know, an exact science is that uh, I usually come up with the name and the packaging and the branding and the marketing. Uh, I'm talking about Alec and Bradley. So stuff that me and my brother work on together. Um, I usually come up with, with those things. And then we talk about, you know, what cigars should be in this, what, you know, what blend, what are the, what's the flavor profile? So I had this name Kintsugi and I love the meaning behind it, you know, taking broken pottery and piecing mm-hmm. it back with, with, uh, with a gold lacquer to make it more beautiful after. Um, I thought it was such a great meeting meaning. And, uh, so we, we wanted to base all the artwork and the packaging off that. And then as we were getting along and, uh, in the artwork, me and Alec were talking about the blend. And I was like, we need something a little bit more elegant, something that, you know, isn't, it's not going to put you on your butt. You know, everyone's smoking heavy Nicaraguan cigars, but let's create something that that's a little bit more elegant, something that has really bright, nice flavors that you can smoke in the morning, but also kind of smoke at night if, if you don't want something that's super heavy. And Alec went down to the factory and he crushed the blend. And that is, my favorite cigar in the Corona Gorda, that's that's what I smoke every day. Was, was that the inspiration behind the band is two separate bands coming together to create one beautiful band? Yeah, so the that exactly. So that ampersand, you know, it, it fits in and it completes the band. It, it's that little crack in there. So we wanted yeah. to make sure that that, yep. that the artwork and, and the box, if you look at the box, <clears throat> I wish I had one on me, the box. Also, the gold cracks follow the entire box. It's not just like, here are some gold cracks. It goes from the front to the side to the bottom. And the box manufacturers hate us because it is such a pain. Because <laughs> even, even the little the little side, like the side of the lid, like not like the big part, the little lip on the top, yeah. that gets that gets gold, it gets the, the blue. So the when they were originally doing it, it would crack all the time because they would do it as one piece, but they have to do the lid separately. So every we try and make the details <clears throat> really show, and not yeah. everyone's going to notice it. I, I know that, but for the people that do, um, I've had a lot of compliments on it, and that, yeah. that means the world to me. Just to hear Hats people off. say, like, oh, man, I love the artwork. It, it makes me so, so happy. Yeah. Yep. You know, when I researched the name, it definitely all came together and made sense. I was like, ah, okay. This I got is, it now. Oh, what, what is that cigar? So, so that, was, that question was for care. Oh, wait a minute. The cigar he held up his, I think it was his daily go-to. Oh, oh, what, well, well, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about that cigar, if you, uh, if we can. Care, can you hold that up again? And that is the the V twenty, the V two L, the V two L, the V two L black. Yep. Yeah, so I think you can find that online. Um, I think it's only made for someone online. I won't drop any names, but if you were to search Alec Bradley V two L black, you would find it. Uh, I've only smoked it a few times, but so, you know, care would be able to explain, you know, the flavor profile of the cigar much, much better than I would. Uh, it's it's a solid medium, ba- <laughs> it's a solid medium cigar. It really is. And it's got some great flavor to it. Um, with, with like Kevin said, with the pricing of it, you're really surprised when you, when you see the pricing and then you, you smoke it and you're like, man, this, this smokes definitely like a higher end cigar with the earthy tones um it's not too overbearing it's not too peppery it just has a lot of flavor it's very 
very medium cigar, but it has a lot of bold flavors to it. Yeah, you know, and that's when you get into those cigars that are like the four to five dollar price range. You know, if, if it's a if it's a, a pretty good cigar, it act, it automatically becomes a great cigar. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, because you're you're factoring Absolutely. in that that four or five dollar price range. And if the cigar is okay, it's still a good cigar because people are like, you know what, it's okay, but it was only four bucks or five bucks. So that that actually it's it's a good cigar. So if you can make a decent cigar in that five dollar price range you're going to satisfy a, a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, they said, you know, cause yeah. we don't, we don't get $5 cigars anymore. You know, that, that's something no. that's, <clears throat> that, that's just not, it's just not happening. No, it's, <clears throat> it's kind of lost now. Everyone eight to 10 is like the, the standard and now it's going up and up. So, uh, you know, that, that five, six dollar price range is, is a, a really nice spot for a great cigar. Yeah, and then you got people trying to beat people to the top as well, you know. So we, we were just recently, and I'm not going to drop names. We were recently at the Ebor City Cigar Heritage Festival, and we passed by a, a, a booth, and it was a boutique cigar maker, you know, hadn't been out very long um, at all, you know. And and one of their first cigars, they got a thirty dollar cigar, and I'm like, kid out of here, you know, a thirty dollars. I mean, nobody knows your company, you you know, the, the cigars you're making they're, they're kind of hit and miss, you know, for me anyways. And then you throw a $30. I mean, you've, you've got to have, you've got to have faith in your product. Cause even you said like, you know, you guys have one at $20 that's getting up there for some people, you know, of, of whether they're going to buy 18, $20 cigar. Yeah. And, and, you know, when, when you start to get up there in price point, people want to know why, like, yeah. why am I buying, why am I buying something for $20? You know, I usually I buy five to 10 or, you know, less than 15. So like 20 is getting up there. So why am I purchasing something for 20 plus dollars? So you, you better either have a good story or the tobaccos better be hard to find or whatever the, the whatever the reasoning is, you better have a reason instead of just saying, right. oh, well, it's a really good cigar. You, there there needs to be something behind that that backs up your, your product. That scrutiny level goes up so much higher. After you, you know, putting down $10 and getting changed back is one thing. <clears throat> once you go beyond that $10 range, the scrutiny level just goes up exponentially. Yeah. You, you know, know yeah, how many, how many people you have, you know, you have to. Yeah. yeah. You know, how, many, how many times we talked with people or you've been in a lounge or whatever, and you know, why is it $18, $20? Well, it, it just, it's a limited release, you know, yeah. I will, I, I need more than that. I, I need more than it's just a limited release. But, you know, if it's one of the big companies, yeah, I mean, I, I can see buying one or two, you know, it's, you know, maybe it's not going to come back. But, you know, if you're not, you know, an Alec Bradley, if you're not a, a Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, a Padron, a Fuente, you know, um, you need it. You need something more than just it's a limited release. Like you said, you know, you better have a kick ass story and better be making up some shit you know, along the way, you know, just, you know, for, for 18 or 20, because I, I don't smoke those not very often. Well, it's yeah, a tough very, one. very rarely. Yeah. Very, very rarely. Um, we've got, we've got to come. Uh, actually, we'll, we'll get to this one. This is um, no band. This is actually, this actually has my favorite band on it. This just says cigar. Number one, Alec Bradley. This is, Probably my favorite Alec Bradley cigar. One of my favorites. This was from the Connoisseur Club. 
from uh from Smokey and the first time you guys were in it. Um, the this first was one. The, okay. This was the very first cigar that like <clears throat> blew the club up. Like everybody got this cigar in that month, and um and it wasn't in the first month. It was it was close to be the beginning, but like this is I think the first cigar that that like everybody was talking about. Like everybody in the forum, you know, in our virtual. Like man, that Alec Bradley. Um, any thoughts? Are you guys going to be, you know, doing anything with that cigar? Uh, you know that that was made just for the Connoisseurs Club, and we 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 don't like to to do that. You know, if we make something, we want it to be just for whatever it's made for, and we'll come up with stuff later for other cigars. So I I don't think we're ever going to do anything with it. I I was pretty excited when i think you uh reached out to me and yeah. and then i started looking in the smoking uh the smoking group and everyone was going crazy for our cigar and i was like man that's awesome like how cool that the first time like it's the first you know month that they did it and obviously our first time and people loved it so like that was i think all it needs to be is just that one hit where everyone you know loved it and if they got it that's great and if they didn't then that's you know that's I want to say that sucks. Like it's, it's a great cigar and I'm happy that you still have them, but I don't think we're going to do anything with it, man. It's just, let's just leave it be and, and let it, let it be what it was, you know? No, not taking that, um, but we'll move on. No, but, uh, no, oh, it's, come no, on. Yeah, yeah, on. no, no, yeah, no, yeah. I, I bought a couple five packs, so I've been, I'm down to my last one, you no, know, and uh, <laughs> no, no, the other one's in Agonorsa. So I, I misplaced that one. I put that one next uh, to the uh, the other. What do you say it like that for? That's a good cigar too. No, it is. You know, she's like, like uh, because he, you know. he like completely like hoards cigars from me. Yes, yeah, so and he's like, oh, we can't smoke these. Kevin, smoke them all. Yeah, I do. All the time. All, all the Kevin. time. I I I hoard cigars like it is nobody's nobody's business. Um, it it's crazy. See, I like the idea of like kind of not being able to get because I like the you know different cigars that you can't really get anymore. Yeah it, it, it's, it's just about enjoying the cigar and Kevin's mm -hmm. like ruining that for people it, it, it's it's the it's the allure of the uh, uh let's of the cigar them all. yeah so let's collect them all and never smoke them Jess you know Kevin, I, I you did something on no go ahead Brown I'm sorry yeah, yeah, yeah go go go, go. Oh, please all right. Well, I was going to say real quick is, Kevin, you should give Jess one day for all the cigars that you hoard. She gets one day to pick whatever she wants all day, every day, 24 yeah. hours, smoke away. So, so, okay. so she, smoke so, any so, cigar so, that, you, that, you, that you can. So, so she does know that she can go in and smoke. I will give her a little bit of crap if she picks out something really vintage and rare, <laughs> but I'll let her smoke it. So, we do have. She does have her own Tupper doors, and then we do have her own humidor coming. You know, like this week, it's a fifteen hundred count humidor. That's going to be Jessica's. She'll be able to pick. She'll be able to go in there, and if she if she wants some of my fine and rares, you know, be able to pull them in. And then that sounds horrible, Kev. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to know what's funny is the way he's saying this. Yeah. I'm going to come back to this because. He is literally <laughs> going to go into my humidor because he does it now. I have drawers. Go lock. All, all of a sudden, my stuff is all moved. He's like, I had to rotate them. I'm like, well, couldn't you rotate and keep my stuff separate? No. So now that's why, I have, that's why I have Tupperdoors because I take all my stuff and I 
put him in Tupperdor so he can't touch them. Touch you got to lock it, Jess. You got to lock awful. it. It's I, awful. I, I, I dig through her cigars looking for, you yeah. know, yeah, just does. looking for sweet treats, you know, uh, that, 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 that I haven't come like, what is this one? Yeah, so, well, I was going to say, it's, it's Jess, I know this will drive <laughs> Kevin crazy, is years ago when I started, I, I traveled a lot for, for work and I went to so many different cigar shops and I always tried to find very rare, hard to find cigars. And I had a bag of, uh, with a, you know, in, in my humidor in a bag of just different cigars that were just tough to find. They weren't made anymore. And um, I held on to them for so long. And last year I just started gifting them out. Yeah. yeah. And I, I found more pleasure in being able, like my buddy Daryl, who's on, I gave Daryl a couple cigars. Kevin, I know we've shared some of the uh, yeah. original Arroyo Corojo that were released yeah. like 20 years ago. Um, I just wow. loved, you know, just found the enjoyment of giving the, the cigars that I was able to find instead of hoarding them, Kevin, hint, hint, <laughs> is, is passing them along to friends and, and just hearing the feedback and, and, and the enjoyment of it. Even even that uh, 25, 20 year old uh, Opus X. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I will say though, Kevin, you are you will share. Yeah. Like, well, Kevin's very people. generous. Just, yeah. just not with me. Yeah, just not, <laughs> not with just, you, Jess. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just Kevin sends me lots of cigars. Yeah, Jess. yeah. Like, you're on your own. But you know, I'll sell them to you at, at cost, be, Jess. But to be honest, here, <laughs> your your palate deserves to have. Those cigars, like I still have a long ways to go. I feel like to earn certain cigars, in my opinion, like my palate's just not maybe as refined or there yet. So nah. maybe it would be a waste on me. No, not at all. No, a gift, a gift is never a waste, even if it's someone's palate is newer or experienced. I think the gift of giving and yeah. having someone experience a cigar that's maybe uh, older than them, you know, at some yeah. times. Um, is just that 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 in, in itself is just the enjoyment of it, but uh, but yeah, I bust Kevin's balls, but he's very <laughs> generous. I mean, Kevin sends me tons of cigars. <laughs> Jess, I'll be more than happy to circumvent him to you. Sure. Yeah, yeah, just, right. yeah. Just to send send him right back. I'll just send him right <laughs> yeah. back. But this yeah, is for Jess, this is candlesticks. Yeah. You know, in, in, in the new in the new lounger building on the house, like I said we're gonna have a, you know walk in humidor. I definitely got to have like like a friend's row, like. Like you can like depending or actually it'd be like at a carnival, depending on how good of a friend you are, you can choose between rows one and oh two, God, so two and four. <laughs> be like, like, I don't know you. You stay away from row five, you know. Uh, I, I, have a question, I have a question yeah. for Bradley. Yeah. Um, besides yeah. smoking your own, own cigars, what other types of cigars do you like to smoke? Yeah, what do you what so do you been I smoke on? I smoke a lot, a lot of other people's cigars. <clears throat> uh so I would say because there's a few different ways to answer. I would say that my my favorite brand that is not Alec Bradley uh, is probably Tatuaje. Uh, okay. That's where, like, Tatuaje Black Label to me is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, and the Corona Gorda, it's a great cigar. That and the, the Kruger and the Monster Series, to me, that's the best Tatuaje ever to be created. And then in terms of just other brands that I smoke, um, Somewhat regularly, uh, I think the Aladino line is unbelievable. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I think every line in the Aladino is great. Um, you know, I, I told you guys earlier we warehouse foundation, uh, the Wise Man Maduro, the Tabernacle, the Tabernacle, uh, Connecticut uh, Broadleaf is great. So like those 
those are a few. Uh, I'll definitely grab anything new Espinoza, anything new Room 101, uh, Crowned Heads. Um, the list kind of goes, I, I smoke everything, but it's usually a brand that I was definitely very fascinated with when I first entered into the industry. Um, EP Carrillo falls in there, obviously, oh, yeah. with, you know, part of the reason why we did Gatekeeper with him. Um, uh, Viaje, I'm, I'm a big Viaje fan for like certain ones that he releases. I, I go nuts over. So like he just released the Viaje, the, the zombie farmer Bill Hatchet which yeah. hasn't been released in like maybe two or three years. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. I think, I think I it's, a, yeah, I think, I think we're three now. Yeah. On that, on that yeah. cigar. So, so yeah. I, I, I bought a box of the, I bought a box of the original ones. And then I was like, Oh, it's coming out again. I need a box. And I reached out to like, I, I try not to be the one that reaches out to like the shops and be like, Hey, you know, like, can you help me out? And like, and then gave me a good price. Like I'm not going to ever do that. But all the people I reached out to, that are friends that I know are Viaje accounts. They're like, they're all gone. And so I was only able to, I was only able to get one, one five pack of them. Um, oh, that was it. But, <sighs> yeah, that's it. And I, and I know, and I know Andre too, and I know Andre and I'm sure he would help me out, but I just like, I don't like to be that guy, but right. I, I smoke every, a lot. I smoke everyone's stuff. Anything new that comes out. Um, I'm, I, I usually smoke. So it's, it's everything, but those are my, those are my top brands, Jessica. Nice, thank you. So right on, uh, and that's well, well, let's let's uh, let's talk about um, the the gatekeeper and um, um, uh, Ernesto. Um, you you had uh, announced uh, earlier this year, <coughs> right before the PCA, you're going to be moving uh, um, factories for the gatekeeper. What was the uh, um, what was um, uh, the thought about moving factories? And is Ernesto still involved in that cigar? So the reasoning for moving factories was because we just weren't getting enough cigars. You know, we, we, we got the big rating and then, you know, COVID happened and then the boom happened. So like, you know, cigars are just, as you guys both know, as all three of you know, um, cigars are just flying off the shelves and, and everyone's having issues with production. And so, you know, in, in every, in every cigar making uh, country, if you're not a gigantic factory, you're getting your rollers taken left and right. So, you know, working at half production when, in the, when even when COVID was like, not, I don't want to say over because it's not over, but when you could be at full capacity again, but you just don't have the rollers because other factories are taking them. So we just, we only had a few rollers dedicated to Gatekeeper and we got, you know, he got the number one rating. We got number seven. And Crown Heads also made that factory got number like seventeen, so you know we're also the new we're also the newest one. So he has more of a loyalty to to John Huber and, and at Crown Heads because they've been do, making cigars there for a long time. So, and I, I don't and that also wasn't told to me. I, that's just kind of what I assume. But um, we just weren't getting enough cigars, and a lot of the tobacco was coming from Placencia, all the the Nicaraguan tobacco. Um, so. We just thought it would be an easy transition to move it to Placentia um, because the tobacco is coming from there. So we only had to source the Dominican and the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. And it's the same exact cigar. So that way Ernesto can make, you know, all the pledge he needs, all the Encore, all the La Storia, you know, cigars that people are going nuts over. And it, there was no, you know, hard feelings. He, I'm sure he was happy about it. 
so he can make more of his own cigars. So it just kind of, it's kind of worked out that way. And, and, you know, we're still great friends and there's no, no issues. And I think the cigar is the same. I've had people tell me it's worse. I had people tell me it's better now. So it, you know, it's, it's always going to happen, but it's just, it, 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 it doesn't make any difference. Every time a manufacturer changes, it, it, you're split 50 50. You know, it's either better or it's worse. You know, no, nobody, you know, you know. Yeah. 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 Yes. No one would notice. No one would yeah. know. Right. No one yeah, would you, know. Nobody. Because because the cigars are constantly changing, anyways. Just because of you, you just can't always get the same tobacco all the time. And I mean the exact same. So the cigars are always going to change, just a little bit, you know. So, but yeah, no, no matter what, like I said people people aren't going to be happy. Mm. You know, it, it's yeah, the same it's same what same what Drew, Drew Estate the the day they announced. You know, the sale of the Swisher, like a week later, these cigars just don't taste right. Well, these cigars were made a year ago. Yeah, it's just, it's just part of it. And it, you're not, like you said, you're not going to make everyone happy, but it was like one of the first real, um, I guess, like hard business decisions I've had to make is, you know, you, you don't want to take the cigar away from the place it was made because you are worried about how it could turn out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because we were able to secure all the same tobaccos. Well, I, I was like, there's no reason that the cigar would taste different. Is it being made at a different place? Yeah. Do they maybe do stuff a little bit different? Yeah. But you asked, is Ernesto still involved? He's, he's not anymore. But when we first made, when we first brought the production over, when they were working on the samples and seeing how it was made, Ernesto went over to Nicaragua or to Honduras, sorry. And, you know, showed them basically and said, this is how it needs to be done. So he was there at the beginning to make sure that it's made the proper way. And then after that, you know, it's all, all in their hands. So, I mean, that, that's cool that, that he's, that he did that. And obviously, I mean, you've been friends, your family with Ernesto for forever. Um, and then, and then he's been in the business. He's been doing this his whole life. He understands, you know, more than, I mean, there, there are probably some newer factory owners. Maybe they would have been a little butt hurt. They, uh, you know, got, you know, been slighted but he's been doing this forever you know it, it just you know it, it it's it's probably the the hundredth time this has happened to him and the same you know yeah. so yeah i'm sure he doesn't care yeah and and i don't think that it's not even that he doesn't care i'm sure he was you'll, you'll a little not, bit happy yeah. you know like yeah. he 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 got the number one cigar in the world you know again yeah so it's it's already hard enough to keep up with that demand and when you have to make cigars for mm-hmm. you know as far as i know two other companies maybe more that that impedes on you making the cigar that every single person wants. So like, you know, I, I'm sure it's, it's easier for us to say, Hey, we want to move production instead of him saying, Hey, I can't make your cigar anymore. Right. Oh, exactly. And, and then that, and that was a kind of a godsend for him owning the factory. Cause how many times does a cigar get number one and then it's gone for like two years. Like you cannot find those cigars <laughs> You know, luckily for a for a guy that owns his own factory, you know, and he can basically shut down production. Because I remember, you know, uh, um, when he won it well, a couple of years ago, like there was no there was no lull, and like you you could always find that cigar. You know, it was just always on the shelves, and uh, that was you know, I guess the testament of owning your own factory. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, when we had number one, I mean, we don't own any, we don't own a factory. But when we hit number one, 
Um, you know, it was, hey, we need to get these cigars out. But the factory that we work with, Rice's Gubanas, we make up so much of their production and we work together. So, you know, we we finance some of the tobacco and, and stuff like that, where it was, okay, now you need to make the cigar. Like there is no, um, there is no, hey, I can't do this for you. It's, hey, we've got number one. You, you got number one. So like if, if, yeah. if the company gets right. number one in the and the factory, you know, isn't owned by that person. It doesn't matter. You got number one. Yeah. You got the number one cigar in the world. And we're, and and our fact and you know, say our factory, but Rice's Cabanas, they got the number two cigar with uh, Biaje or Reserva back in I think 2010, right around there, 2010 2012. Also got the number three cigar with uh, Luzio and Epernay. I think that was 2012. I feel like maybe one of you guys could help me out with that year. Not yeah, sure. I, I don't. I don't. Um, I remember the. I don't remember what year. You know the the Epernay. What a great cigar that was too. Still yeah, is. But mm. you know, but you know, Rice's Cubanas has earned a number one cigar, a number two cigar, and a number three cigar. And you know, all uh, Epernay is iconic. It's an iconic cigar. It's one of my. That's another. Jess, to answer your question, another top of my yeah. list is is Luzion. yeah i think we, we got That's we got a few in, amazing yeah yeah we got a few in the human world but that would be scary to me though is getting a number one because a now you've got to ramp up production and keep quality the exact same and and god forbid you get a number one on a cigar that has been aged you know like some of these cigars you know they'll age them for a year or two years after they're done you're screwed you know at, at that point because you know it, that that's what, that's yeah. what makes it tough and that's that's what happened to us. And and so so before we got number one on Prensado, Prensado actually wasn't doing that well for us. It wasn't a cigar that was like a staple for us or anything. It was just a cigar we came out with and some people liked it and some people didn't. And it was, you know, just doing okay. And we got the number one. And then, you know, my dad, you know, still being somewhat, I want to say young in the industry, but still a, a newcomer, I guess. And he's like, we got to fill demand. We got to fill demand. You know, it's ramp up production. And the quality went down really bad. And so about two to three years later, he did an article in Cigar Aficionado called Life After Number One. And how, you know, he said ramp up the production. And that it was his fault and why the quality of, of not just Prensado, but any cigar that was coming out of that factory was, was bad was because of him. Because, you know, it, it was his decision. And he said, do it, ramp it up. And, and uh, he's like, said that he couldn't sleep at night. And he's like, I, I need to do this article to kind of get things off my chest. So, you know, he, hmm. he owned, you know, the, the poor, <laughs> poor quality cigars that we were making for a few years. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and, and then it's, it's ramping up production on that cigar. And then now you're on the bubble. What are you going to do next? What is your next cigar? Dan Dance for me, monkey. <laughs> You know, you know, you got the number one. What's the next big thing? And and you, you, I guess you you have to have something in the works. You know, it's like it's like if you don't, better be getting on it. You know, because you're 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 on the bubble. So I'll be right back. Okay. I gotta take a quick break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kev's uh, yeah, a little on the weather, but uh, is that how? I mean, it's I, I personally, when when you said that your father had taken responsibility for that and owned that, and then was and then did the article on the cigar aficionado, that speaks volumes to the leadership and to be able to take on that role. 
yeah, you know, it, it's no one ever wants to take. I don't know, people do want to take responsibility, but it's it's never tough owning up to an issue or a problem. And mm-hmm. I think it was something that he needed to do for himself in order just to, like I said, be able to sleep at night and move on with his days instead of just being like, man, I okay, I made these really bad cigars. Let's turn it around. Sure. But, you know, telling the people on the biggest publication, you know, or, or our Bible that we have and saying, hey, you know, I, I screwed up. Uh, I hope you can forgive me and I hope you guys continue to smoke our cigars. So, you know, I, and, and I started in, in 2017 and I, you know, seen the messages and the comments and being like, oh, Alec Bradley, the quality is awful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's never been the same and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we, we've turned it around. I I don't believe that, what you know, whatsoever. But there's people that will always hold on to the fact that, you know, we did make, you know, poor quality cigars for a few years and that will that will never leave them. But and then there's others that have brought us back in and said, gave right. us another try and said, you know what, these are good. So it's something that he needed to do. Yeah. It speaks to the quality of the character of the individual because it's so easy to blame the factory. It's so easy to blame the crops. It's so easy to blame all the other things, the the shipping. Oh, gosh, this person, that person. But realistically, the the buck stops with whose name is on that cigar. And uh, hats off to your dad for taking uh, responsibility and actually taking that next step. Take it one step further. To, to to have that uh that, that article in cigar aficionado i think that speaks volume to the character yeah because like you said it, it's easy to, to create a scapegoat and some people would have understood you know oh hey you know we the 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 tobacco was bad it was you know that you could have blamed it on the factory could have did everything else but you know i i, I think you know like like care said like I said pe- people will respect that and he goes all right you know i i was i got some cigars they were bad he owned it I'm going to, you know, I think that's the ultimate sign of humility, you know, because a lot of people, you know, just speak about humility and being humble, being humble. But I think taking ownership like that and being able to do uh, to to take that uh, that step is really the definition of humility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, now this the the end of the year. So so we're getting close to the end of the year. We've got, you know, everybody releasing their their top 10 list. But this is also the time of year that everybody, all the manufacturers release we're raising prices we're not raising prices half a dozen or so companies have come out said hey 2022 we're going to be raising prices um slightly you guys made the announcement prices are going to be going up you know in in 2022 um is it just for inflation or is it just it's so damn crazy right now i said people they can't get boxes so boxes are going up fans are going up tobacco is going up is it a or is it just a combination of just everything. I think it's a, a combination. Uh, you know, we talked about supply chain uh, before the show, <clears throat> and then just the high demand. Like, like I said, ever, we're seeing a, a, as everyone says, a mini cigar boom where the cigars are coming in, they're going out. You know, our we're we're starting to catch up on inventory, on actually having inventory. But for most of of this year and last year. If cigars came in, they just went right out. I've never seen our our empty our humidor more more bare than than now. So it's just always a race to get stuff out. So I think it's a, a culmination of of everything of of the demand of cigars right now is just so high. So I just think that 
and it's always kind of been like that. It's also mm-hmm. been the standard that tobacco prices go up. They, <laughs> I, I've always heard that tobacco prices always go up. They never go down. So like your, your price increases are coming, whether you like it or not. doesn't matter if you're selling, you know, of one brand, uh, 10,000 cigars or a million cigars. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be the same price. Yeah, and, and it's and it's never very much. Each year, you know, manufacturers will hear them. It's like, well, this cigar is going to go up twelve to fifteen cents. This one may go up a quarter. You know, and, and I just want to be like, why, why even? Why, why not? Who cares? Who cares? Fifteen cents, twenty-five cents doesn't doesn't make any difference. I don't, I don't know how much cigars are now. I I rarely look at the price. You know, it's not that I can afford it. It's like, what am I going to do? you know, just bitch about it, you know? So it's just like, usually bitch about it at the counter, you know, when I go to pay, I'm like, what? That show is how much? But, um, it's like gas, Kevin. I need it. I like cigars are like gas. I need it. I'm yeah. going to pay for it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Same people. Like, have you seen the price of milk lately? I'm like, I don't know. I need it. I just, I need milk. I need gas. I, 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 I need cigars. Wait till they go on sale. You know? Um, yeah. It, it, it's tough because some people they have their budget they go this is my cigar budget so yeah maybe some guy comes in and says hey every month i spend this much on a bundle and but that's my max so he's like okay well my bundle price just went up five dollars i need to find a new bundle that's you know back to no. my original price so i understand that there's people that you know some there's certain cigars especially that those cigars people only smoke that cigar so like mm-hmm. perdomo champagne or uh, an Ashton Classic, or you know, a, a Rocky Patel uh, Edge, uh, whatever the cigar is, some of them are, are staples and they're classics. And so, when you're a, a cigar smoker that only smokes that cigar because of partly because of the price, and you go in and now your cigar is more than what it costs, you're like, well, I this isn't this isn't working for me. I need to I'll find something else. So I it's it's tough. No one ever wants to increase prices, you know, on on our side, but it's just the nature of our business. So it's it's tough. But it's like yeah, everything it's else. Kind of what it, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like it's like everything else, you know, it's gas, it's milk, it's cars, it's tires, batteries. You know, I hear it on my end. You know, people all day long coming in coming in the shop, you know. Why is a, a battery three hundred dollars? You know, I used to pay fifty dollars for a battery. Well, this isn't fifty years ago either, guy. You know, it's like <laughs> th- things go up, costs of materials go up. But yeah, we're, we're constantly hearing it from all the manufacturers on the show. You know, it's bands, it's getting bands. I know Care goes through that issue. It's boxes. You know, having boxes made, yeah. and that and that's not even a fancy Kintsugi box. You know, just regular boxes. You know, are, are just an absolute just nightmare. wood. I mean, wood. Yeah. I mean that that. Um, and, and I think Bradley, you'd mentioned that the price of tobacco is always going up, and there's always a, you know, it was a really bad season. It was either too dry or too wet, or the hurricane season, you know, destroyed the crops. And there's a, a, a you know, a, that, that 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 tobacco is really hard to get. It's not that available. But I, I think it's with everything else, you know, we're experiencing now is, is prices. It's like taxes. It's always going to go up. Uh, and 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 it's it's just the nature of, uh, I think, of the environment that um, it's it's inevitable. And I mean, I, I people will pay more for a bottle of water and never think twice about it, but complain about the price of gas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. If you bought this bottle of water by the gallon, uh, think think about how much you're paying for it. 
You know, it, it, it's absolutely in, insane. And then I don't know it, people just, just smoke cheaper cigars, I guess, you know, you hear about that, you know, oh, price of cigars going up, going up there. There are plenty of inexpensive cigars out there. You know, it's, um, um, you don't have to keep smoking your Padron or the, the Fuente or some of the, the premium cigars that they're all, you know, uh, you know, expensive, you know, care has got, you know, that, that one he showed earlier, the, the V2L. So you can always smoke that. There's a guy at our local lounge. He'd always come in once a week and get two bundles of quorum. You know, and that was his a week. He'd come in every week, buy two bundles, sit them on the counter. He'd be back a week later, two more, two more <laughs> bundles. I, we always wanted to talk with that guy. And like, like, what's your story? Like, how did you decide? Because he was, I mean, he was old. I mean, he had to been in his 80s. So maybe fixed income, you know, that's all he's smoking now. But always want to sit down and talk with the guy. Like, eh, got to figure out how you ended up here. Just two bundles every week. See how it goes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> last year or earlier uh, last year, you and your brother, um, we're doing some fantastic YouTube videos. You guys seem to have stopped doing that. Um, you guys yeah. going to get back yeah. into the, uh, uh, um, you know, the whiskey Wednesdays and cause you guys got some solid numbers. I mean, you're almost at a thousand subscribers. All those videos are almost at a thousand views. That's like the sweet spot of, you know, YouTube numbers there. You know, you guys going to be getting in, yeah. back into that at all? I think we will uh, at some point next year, but we hired someone to to do content creation, to do our, our photos and our videos and uh, all the editing and all that stuff. So he was here for maybe six-ish months, and then he's like, hey, by the way, got a better job offer. See ya. Um, so we, we invest, you know, invested in, in camera equipment and lights and all that stuff, and uh it was very short-lived, uh, so we haven't really gotten back into it, and I haven't taken the time, nor has Alec, to learn how to do video editing, um, <laughs> which I'm sure is, uh, I'm sure you guys both know, is, is takes, you know, some time. It's not just like, oh, yeah, let me just learn how to do video <laughs> editing. Um, so, yeah, we haven't, we haven't gotten back into it yet, but I think come sometime next year, we'll start doing some stuff again. Yeah, video editing is it's act I mean, I, I say it's easy because I've been I've been doing it for five years. You know, I, I can take, you know, I, I can take an hour's worth of content, edit that down into a 45 minute, 30 minute video in 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, all my presets. Yeah. I mean, especially with you guys, you know, all you, you need a camera, you know, it, it, you're as long as your lighting is always the same, your camera never changes, your angles never change, as long as you got good audio. You know, so, I mean, if, if you guys want to get and do it yourself, let me know. I mean, I'll, I'll make a trip down there. I'll show you the software I use. Um, and it's it's easy. Like I said, it's a, I use some okay. pretty base, basic software. And, um, I mean, I, cool. I can teach you guys to edit videos and, you know, quickly. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't take a, awesome. a, a, a whole lot of time. Because you guys aren't moving around a lot. Like I said, your stationary seat, lighting, everything is always the same those are the easiest yeah. videos to um to edit so cool <clears throat> but Arnett, what do you what have you been doing for fun lately yeah um, other than uh you know the world is kind of reopening i mean we live in florida so we kind of never shut down <laughs> ha -ha to yeah. everybody uh, else. not not a whole bunch just kind of like getting out and seeing everyone again you know whether whether it's traveling i <clears throat> you know towards this time of the year it slows down but uh i've already got a full schedule for 
you know, the first three, four months of next year and just seeing my friends again and going out, trying some, some new breweries and this and that. So I'm just kind of not really doing anything specific, uh, but just kind of enjoying myself down here in Florida while, while we can, you know, uh, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're lucky and, and also unlucky in, in that way where you look at other states and you're like, should we be able to go to like, you know, 10,000 people concerts at this time? And you're like, I don't think so, but <laughs> I'm going to go see, I'm going to go see some stand up comedy or whatever it is and go see some performers. So, you know, I, I'm not doing too much, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm just having some fun. What, what about uh, getting down to the uh, the factories? You and your brother have uh, um, some trips planned uh, next year? I know it's kind of tough getting down there now, but. Yeah, you know, what's what's tough is, is that, but also the balance of what we do, because Alec and I, now that, you know, my father, he doesn't really travel much anymore. It's yeah. it's us. So we, we for you know, stuff is, even though with COVID, stuff is still now still very event driven. So just a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> put an email out to all of our, our sales reps and said, you know, start putting in your requests. If you have events that you want us to come out to, if you have, you know, we, a lot of times we schedule around the big multi-vendor events. Hey, what are your multi-vendor events? So like that are set so we can schedule a week of travel, do other events leading up to that event. Um, so Going down to, to Honduras and Nicaragua, I haven't figured out just yet, but because we are, you know, we're working on some new stuff. And and at this point, when you don't have a blend figured out by, you know, this this time of year, like you're on, you're, you're, you're getting somewhere, but you haven't solidified it yet. Come the beginning of next year, you're like, okay, January, February, I need to be there so we can get this figured out ASAP. Uh, yeah. Because if you, don't, if you don't have it figured out by, by February, March, it won't be ready by, you know, June or July. And, and then you're in no man's land. So uh, <laughs> you got to start, you got to start getting down there and getting all of your blends figured out, man. It, it's, it's, you know, it's time right now to, to get everything sorted. Oh yeah. You definitely don't want to show up to PCA with nothing, nothing new or nothing to show. <laughs> no. Or my, my father will have my ass. He's going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be, he's not going to be happy if we show up to the to the trade show with nothing to show. Exactly. Uh, Care, any uh, last uh, uh, questions, comments, or concerns? For, Question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I have concerns, Kev. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, this, this is fantastic, uh, Bradley. Thanks for uh, taking the time and uh, really yeah. uh, diving yeah, in deep course. and sharing, you know, uh, so much with us. I mean, it was a pleasure to finally get a chance to, to meet you in person and 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 and, yeah. and learn a little bit more about uh, um, the operations, and uh, I'd love to be that uh, fly on the wall when you uh, find some of those hidden gems <laughs> in the, the humidor. <laughs> um, I mean, I can only imagine how fantastic that is. But thank you very much for 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 everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then uh, any, anybody, and... no, go ahead. Uh, I just I forgot to show this earlier, which we talked about trilogy for so long, and I had this box right next to me, but I had to show it really quick because it I'm I'm so proud of it. But this is the the trilogy box for anyone that has. Oh, not that's seen the it yet. new one. So, oh, yeah. So this this is the new one for the Toro size, and it's meant to to kind of talk about the fact that it's a, a like the triangle press and that we have a unique mold. So when you open it, it has the yeah, someone that mentioned that like earlier triangle 
Yeah. yeah. So actually, it was really nice. Uh, Steve Saka talked about it. He was posting some of the, his favorite packaging, and he mentioned this. So this is my favorite part. Some people don't care uh, that I, from what I've heard, but this little piece right here pops out. And then also there's one in the back. And then you can close up the the, the box oh, and it looks like mold. a mold and you can yeah. see this, you can see the cigars through it. So that I wanted to make sure I showed it. I had the box here, somehow didn't show it through the entire the, <laughs> the entire <laughs> show. But uh, this is my favorite, favorite, maybe behind Kintsugi, but maybe in front of Kintsugi, my favorite box. That I I, I absolutely love it. That's fantastic. I saw someone mentioned uh, mentioned that in the comments earlier, and I have to imagine that obviously the beauty of that and just the, the presentation is incredible, but also the functionality of keeping it in that triangle oh, mold yeah. of being in that box as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We wanted to. We want, Sorry, we we wanted to no. show people that we have something special and unique in the triangle mold. So this yeah. way, they have kind of like a keepsake box of like yeah. what it is that that we have in the factory. Uh, and it's got like I don't know if you can see the wood is pretty thick, so it's got like really nice weight to it. Yeah. It's not you could tell that it's that it's quality, and and then they take a blowtorch to the top. So each each uh, like that char shows the wood oh, okay. grain that each box. Each box that you get is unique. It's not going to all different. Look and it keeps the cigar. It keeps the cigar in that mold too. The whole the entire time. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Exactly. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. So 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 you're so it's shoshugi bond. Shoshugi is where, where you where you burn burn the wood to That's bring what out we're the. Doing uh, to our barn door. Yeah. So <laughs> super super oh. cool. And, I, and 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 I'm and I'm yes. sure the next time every shoshugi time you got every time you guys walk into the box factory the guys are like get out. Get out, <laughs> you know. Just, yeah, they hate us. We're, yeah, we're, we're 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 tired of your shenanigans, you know. That's beautiful, just, though. Yeah, that is. Is. I, I love it. I think it's yeah. absolutely stunning. Um, Thank you, guys. Every, yeah, everybody that wants to find Alec Bradley, the website, uh, all the social media links. Everybody watching tonight, it's in the show notes down below. Everybody listening in the future, just li uh, watching the the podcast description. Um, you can find everywhere to find uh, Alec Bradley. Definitely start hitting up your uh, local brick and mortars. Um, I think Abe at Smoke In that I um I, are they stocking the new ones? I think I saw that they had the new I the think, new ones in. I think they they should be. I don't know that they've gotten theirs yet because uh you know they've been coming in slowly, but they definitely still have the Robusto sampler box. So yes, you know that way you can try you can try them all. You can see what you what you like and what you don't like, and then when you you know you figure out which which wrapper you like the most, then you can grab that box uh, that you yeah. know that you want to have. That and the I, people will say his are better. No, no, I, I like yeah. the, the the sampler ones. <laughs> yeah. They're they're, <laughs> they're standing straight up, so that imparts a different flavor on the cigar. I like those better. But don't I gotta tell that. you, don't I mean, that. just Kevin, uh, you know, you said that the the binder and, and the filler are the same. The wrappers are different, and I had on purpose i strategically positioned the cigars morning noon and night and um it, it, for those who don't think how much the uh, wrapper influences the flavor there is that similarity and that flavor between the, the you know between each one but each one is 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 definitely unique um and and i i i had the maduro tonight um, I had the, I think the Cameroon this morning, the Corojo at lunch, and I really love the Corojo, but all three were fantastic. Yeah, the, the Corojo is like my, I love, I love the, I, 
I like exactly. that spice on that Corojo, man. That yeah. is just, Me it is too. just good. I, I, this person was late to the show, but it's just a yes or no answer. Yes, yes. So, yes. If, uh, yeah, we just answered that about 10 minutes ago. So, yes. That they're going to be starting up again. See, there you go. You got fans on asking for the, awesome. uh, uh, the, 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 the same thing. So, Bradley, uh, awesome. uh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, spending almost two hours of your Monday night with us, man. We definitely, definitely anytime, man. You, you, yeah, thanks, you, you guys are you guys are awesome, and it's always a pleasure to see you, Kevin, Care, and Jessica. Can never forget about you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys. For, thank you guys. Seriously, it's always a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. And, and seriously, when you when you uh, want to talk about video, let me let me know. I'll make a trip, and we'll come and do that with you. We'll do. So, thank you, guys. All right, man. You have a, have a good night. Take care, brother. All right, so let's uh, let's get away to our, our giveaway now, and uh, yeah, I'm just I've, I've just resorted to just leaving one leave, leaving one inside there. God, so but I'm feeling better though. I think I needed that, that little secondhand cigar smoke. I think that's uh, is that what it is? Is what is what is what I needed. Um, so it looks like everybody has typed in the word uh, cigar. So what you're going to win tonight, um, Jeff Borschwitz over at uh, Corona Cigar sent us a, a box. We'll be divvying these up. So you're going to get two of the new 20 acre farm cigars. You're going to get the all new Corona cigar beanie. Um, and you're going to get the all new FSG Ooh. coffee mug. Yeah. He sent That's my us coffee a, mug right there, man. Yeah. He sent us a dozen of these to give away. <laughs> um, and uh, that Jessica, uh, Jan care, you guys will attest that these are absolutely fantastic. I love, I love those old metal like campfire cowboy coffee mugs that those are. And I, I, I love the color orange and that orange is just fantastic. Yeah, it's really it, it, it really is. It, it's, and it, it's just a beautiful, everything they yeah. do is just absolutely top notch. Yeah. Um, and that, um, I love those yeah, metal. I love those metal uh, coffee mugs. Though. They're just, they're just so throwback. Yeah, it's super cool though. They sent the BDs and stuff. Like that's awesome. People are really gonna yeah win a really cool prize. Ah, so Justin, congratulations, McKibbin again. I said that's a that's a new that's a new name that we have. McKibbin again. So McKibbin again. Uh, he came uh, over with the uh, <laughs> Shea hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, send me an email, Kevin at cigarprop.com. Um, I'll get you this uh, uh, prize pack out. Um and. Like I said at the beginning of the show, this is our, our last show of the season. We're going to see you back uh, somewhere around the end of January, the beginning of February. Going to kick off a new season. Um, Jessica and I will be live um, this Thursday uh, uh, on our the, the Cigar Prop YouTube channel here. We're going live with the Mac 912 as long as I'm not dying from whatever chest cold or whatever that I got. Um, and remember, if you're interested in uh, I Tap That Cigar merchandise, head over to CigarProp.com or TapThatCigar.com. If you want uh, Stogie Road cigars, hold on, Jessica. I see you waving. I know. Um, uh, um, links are in the uh, the video description below, along with all the social medias for Cigar Prop, um, Stogie Road cigars, and Jessica. What are you waving at, Jessica? Uh, who won the snack crate? Who won the snack crate? You never did a drawing for that. Did I never do the draw? I never did the drawing for the snack yeah. crate. No. <laughs> we will do oh, that. Son of a bitch, get the snack crate out there, Kev. Come on. Yeah, we will. I, uh, a while ago so yeah we, we went on uh we went out of town for the weekend 
So what does that have to do with it? I, I was I was supposed to draw for the uh the he snack crate. He brought the snack crate so, with him. Yeah. So so I'm 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 pulling it I'm pulling it up here now. So just give me um give me a moment to find uh to find that video. Yeah, it was the Kit Kat one. See? Kit Kat snack crate or snack yeah. crate. Yeah, it was the uh, uh, the Kit Kat one. Yeah. Ken and I did that, that was the, a, that was the a... Kit Kat one, and they sent us another one. So oh, we wow. figured we would give it away. Yeah. So that was that was a that was a lot of videos ago. That's probably why I. Uh... Everybody, quickly type in Kit Kat into the. Yeah. No. 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 That's a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah like, no. So don't all... take me serious, people. Please. All right. So the snack crate uh, Kit Kat will uh, will pick a winner. Chad Manson. White chocolate Chad. should be illegal. That's your right yeah, there. So um, we're gonna pick another one just in uh, just in case. Oh well, now you won't get it for Christmas because Kevin screwed up. That's all right. So Keep it out. overnight it. <laughs> all right. So I got that. Uh, stop. Stop sharing. So all right. Let's come back over here. So um, yeah, follow follow us all on the all the social medias. They're in the links down below. Follow all, all the sponsors, advertisers for the show, our, our partners. Um, we can't make this happen without them each and every week. Uh, so Chad's on, so he won. Oh, Chad. Oh, Chad. So yeah, Kevin at uh, cigarprop.com. So shoot yeah. me a uh, an email and uh, with your address, and we'll get you a a snack crate out. Um, and then uh, you definitely have to let us know what you think of uh, some of the ones that we hated. Um, so. <laughs> So thank you to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, Simpler Hair and Beard Color, Great Lake Smoke Show, Excelsior Tobacco, La Aurora Cigars, Corona Cigar, Drew Estate, and of course, uh, Experience Acid. Care? I got to tell you, 2020 was a great year. And uh, I love being part of the show. I'm looking forward to 2021, 2022. God almighty, 2021 was a great year. (laughs) And uh, looking for, I know, I, 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 I think I'm the one who's got the gold here. Uh, but uh, w- great way to end the year. Um, excited to be, to be part of the show. Looking forward to 2022. And uh, everybody have a great and happy holiday. Happy New Year. We'll see you next year. If you have a buddy, life is short. Get your buddy and smoke a cigar. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, without the mishap of the 2020. Yeah. <laughs>